0: on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome into Old School 93.7 The Ticket. We are one day, one sleep away from Big Ten Media Days. And you can get your entire I had to fix the camera. It was like not on DP at all. And you can get your entire fix of Big Ten Media Days right here on 937 the ticket for the next two days, three days. We're counting today. We'll talk about a little bit what we're maybe expecting, maybe yep. who who these guys want to talk to. Uh, maybe some maybe get a couple questions that they might ask. I don't know. We'll find out. But old school brought to you by San Hills Global. San Hills Global has hundreds of job opportunities and internships available their global headquarters here in Lincoln head to sandhills.jobs today and apply that sandhills.jobs hundreds of job opportunities available at their global headquarters here in Lincoln give us a call 402-464-5685 on the Honda Lincoln hotline or text your questions comments concerns in to the Sartor Heyman text line same number 402-464-5685 Sartor Heyman also sponsors the live video stream on Facebook YouTube Twitch and Twitter DP, Jay Foreman, Twitter. gentlemen, how was your weekend? Twitter.
2: It was good. How about yours?
0: Twitter. It was good. Twitter. Twitter.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That one, rode, that one rode hard. Yeah, I had to. Uh, yeah, I, had to I was like, oh, boy, you keep saying ah, it. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, there's. I I want to get into a couple of things before we get into the, into the meat and potatoes. Uh, our partners, the Lincoln Stars, are looking for uh, billets. And those are the families uh, where players live during the season. A um, couple of things for you if you want to know what this is. Um, they're trying to provide safe and loving, supportive homes. Uh, it's essential for enabling players to achieve their goals in hockey, but also members of the Lincoln community. Families who host players will house an individual uh, who will help serve as a role model for the family's children and be an active member in the home. So this is an engagement situation. These families form a bond uh that lasts long after the players have moved on from Lincoln. And if recent history with the Stars is true uh, as they head into the NHL, uh, being drafted and put into the system. So uh, the Billet family provides a home for the player, meals, a place to do laundry, study, and relax, et cetera. It's a place to build deep connections with a player who, in many cases, is living away from home for the very first time. Players age 16 to 20 need homes from September to mid-April or May, depending on the playoff run. Here are some questions that we can answer for you. Are billet families paid? Yes, they're given a generous stipend each month to help offset expenses. Is there a typical family billet? Uh, Billet families may be two-parent families, single-parent families, and occasionally an empty nester. The common denominator is a desire to help um, by the family to make a difference in the player's life. Can a family... Billet uh, more than one player? Yes, two or more players can share transportation expenses. It also helps them with their costs. It often provides company for each other. The only requirement is that each player has an adequate space for living arrangements. Each player is expected to have his own bed, closet, or dresser, and acceptable access to a restroom. Uh, for more information, you can reach out to the Lincoln Stars. Uh, the, the information is on their website, um, but you can all reach. You can also reach Keith Burchett at Burchett at lincolnstars.com that's K b-u-r-c-h-e-t-t at lincolnstars.com also we want to shout out to the folks from beatrice bakery we're going to hook up somebody in the second hour of this show with some goodies as well we did pretty well last week i'm i'm, I'm satisfied with what we did um lots going on there uh jay foreman it it we head to, to big to me today and and I, I, I'm kind of intrigued by the lineup because Keith Warren, I mean, Kevin Warren, I, I did it again as a buddy of mine. Uh, Kevin Warren uh, will speak from t- from 9.45 to 10 o'clock. Then Scott Frost, Loxley, Fleck, Ference, Fitzgerald, Harbaugh. Anybody not named Scott Frost or Kevin Warren that you kind of want to sit down and talk to? Uh, Enrico and I made a private bet on who we thought that would be out of that group.
2: Uh, I mean, nobody I would really want to talk to, but mm. uh, probably Harbaugh and Fleck just because they're probably the two odd birds. <laughs> yeah. Dang it!
1: I, I said, I said, having two linebackers sit there and talk it up.
2: Oh, is Fitzgerald there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then he's number one. Uh, yeah. There <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hear his. name. Fitzgerald's number. He supersedes both of them. Right? Because like- I don't think talking to Harbaugh will, will. I mean, I think you'll. I think after asking Harbaugh how his day is going or is it sunny outside, you'll probably come away feeling like I just lost five minutes of my life. <laughs> and then with PJ Fleck, you'll yeah, probably. What you probably. Be, I've talked to PJ before. Before. Um, know people that know him. You know, obviously dealt with him on as far as like my high school coach and stuff like that, and other coaches in the area of Minneapolis, so know a little bit more about him uh but Fitzgerald' probably be the most interesting just because of I grew up watching him um and just you know respect what he's done been able to do
1: we We were gonna ask the listeners to text in the questions.
2: That
0: is
1: that, not a question. Well, well, but so so, so let me let me, say, let me say this. You can text in whatever you want. There's certain things that we cannot ask. Yeah, but we do want to hear them. Like we do want to hear them. That w- is
0: that is a question that if somebody were to ask, I would be interested in the answer.
1: Well, no, we would be fired and no, kicked we out would of the no building. not here. Oh, just, just private somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like They're- if it was
0: like a podcast, somebody else.
1: Yeah yeah you know, there are things you like would,
0: a used car shop that asked a, a question to a coach and he gave an answer about why his offensive coordinator was so bad
1: like i kind of want to ask, i kind of want to ask Fleck does he enjoy being the villain
2: uh well i could tell you, he i wouldn't he, ask him that he doesn't no. he, he doesn't why not it no, be, he we'll, would like to we'll, be he ten would. <laughs> <laughs> if why? we ever want to
1: go back as a station, yeah, no. I. We,
2: he wouldn't do that. He would yeah. actually enjoy it because the way that he's going to spin it, he's like a, he, he doesn't think he's a villain and what he's going to go. Because what he does is he's going he's gonna to minimize what you're saying. He's going to attack it, minimize it. Mm-hmm. Then he's going to go into why he could be viewed as a villain, but he, then he's going to tell you everything that he's doing right with his program. Mm-hmm. People don't understand what P.J. Fleck does to the media and what he does to other people. And that's how he he plays mind games with mind you. Game. But, but that's I why wanna, I
1: want I want those. That's why I want but you to ask
2: him that because he's not offended by it because he's heard it before. But the Big Ten wouldn't care because they need P they need P J Fleck because if everybody's like Harbaugh or like buttoned up like Ryan Day buttoned up kind of like like Mel Tucker into most of the guys, mm-hmm. then you kind of just lose your like a little bit. P J Fleck is just that dude. It gets boring. Right, like Kurt Ferentz ain't going to give you nothing. He's going to yeah. get up there and look like, you know, Robert De Niro and just, you know, act like, uh, you know, remember the whole thing is like when they were clapping, he's like, what is this golf? I mean, he did. Yeah. that that's about as much you're going to get with them, but it's only after a victory and, and after they have, a, you know, mm-hmm. something that they can kind of like, oh, I got over on you. Whereas P.J. Fleck is, he's going to come in, he's going to have either maroon on or yellow. He's going to come in with his deal. I'm going to be he'll interested. Have the, he'll have the just-too-tight
1: suit. Where, like where it's gonna is be the, too hard
2: for me to look at him because he got some work done on his face. I'm like, bro, I seen you two years ago. <laughs> okay.
0: Where is the oar or the boat on his outfit?
1: Lapel, lapel, lapel.
0: Or no, it's probably on his tie. I'm sorry, are there oars on his tie? Yeah. Does it? Do you think he he does one of those like draft day? He opens it up and there's there's boats on the inside of his y- suit jacket. Yeah,
1: yeah, like like that. But that's part of the, that's part of the deal, right? And I'm also intrigued, right? Cuz we'll be able to ask his players about coach yeah. Fleck.
0: I kind of want to ask him if there's a point where the boat turns into a speedboat. Like is there a point in your in the progress of your you know, not culture, your uh your team where it goes from rowing the boat to just putting gas in the
2: engine and letting it run? Well, on. well first, well, that's what he's telling them in the meeting. Yeah. He's like, "All oh, these dudes that talk about rowing the boat, but listen here." We're coming straight, full-on, like, submarine on these dudes. I mean, it's – Don't be fooled by you. Do you have a, and, and, a, you
1: and have and a yet, or are we still with the canoe? And they're bringing four players. Yeah, they're, there's a couple teams with four players. They're bringing four players. Of course, Tanner Morgan will be there. Um, for, like, the 12th year in a row. Yeah, like, he was there, he was there before they had Big Ten media days. <laughs> Tanner Morgan was there for
0: Nebraska's first Big Ten media
1: days. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, it's that thing, right? Um, with Coach Locksley.
2: He'd be interesting because dive into what it takes to be a head coach at Maryland, um, what he's viewing as a success and what he's viewing as like improvement year in and year out. His answers, if you try to compare his answers to say, even if you want to go to stream like Ryan day, Ryan day is probably very, very little things. Like we got to get better at these things in order to bring our, third down defense down 5%, which entail by their, you know, their intel or whatever they've done and would make take them to, you know, be a better uh, contender to win the national championship versus Maryland. A lot of it could be wins and losses, but it's more or less maybe is a retention of the athletes that they're getting because they got a couple linebackers a couple of years ago and then a couple guys left and you get, you know, keeping coaches around and stuff like that. I mean, his idea, how he's running a program and when he's pulling up, even though, you know, obviously he's paid pretty well, but as he's as he's pulling up to his coach's slot is a lot different than here at Nebraska, here at Wisconsin, Iowa. It's just different because of the, the program. So his answers, if you ask him versus, say, Jim Harbaugh, it's totally different even though it's the same question and they have the same job. The expectations and what they're viewing as success or not success is totally different.
1: So, I mean, speaking of Maryland, so uh, Tango Viola shows up. And to me, I'm curious to ask him where he thinks he belongs in the Big Ten quarterback rankings. Like, where does he put himself?
2: Yeah, uh, well, I'm sure he'll be humble, but I'm sure he'll be probably thinking he's the best. Well, I mean, if you're not if you're not thinking that you're the best, then you shouldn't be playing any sport. That's the way it is. I, I mean, if you think you're second nature, if you think you're second hand, then that's what you're going to get treated as. You don't ever let anybody disrespect you. Well, that's why I w- – indirectly or directly. That,
1: that's why I'm excited about this because of the quarterbacks that are coming, and there's a ton of quarterbacks coming. C.J. Stroud will be there, so you'll you'll get to see that face. For you, when you sit across from these quarterbacks, what are you looking for? Is there something in the eye you listen? Like, what are you looking
2: no, for? Those days are over. <laughs> Uh, probably just how they handle themselves, um, how they move, you know, um, you know, for the short time that I'll be there, I'll just, uh, I'm going to, I'm really interested to watch how people move. That tells you a lot.
1: That's man. the best part of, of, of BD days is how, people, how people walk in.
2: Yeah. Well, not even that, just how they move, how they operate. Are you a phony? Are you a fake? Are you, are you for real? Are you just there and thinking, I mean, it's, 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 there's a lot of posers out here. Well, and, that's, I mean, there's a lot of posers in sports. Mm-hmm. People are. Posing as players, or all they're 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 going, you know. But guys that are really in it, you could just tell who's in it.
1: I guys love- that
2: really believe in what they're doing, guys that, or guys that are just saying it. Like you can just, it's I don't know, and it's no different than when you see players that you played against or played with. You know if you if that guy was down for the cause or not. Mm-hmm. Now he might be able to get in front of a microphone, and everybody loves it because. He's giving quotes. He's always available. You know what I mean? He's the, he's telling you everything that you need to hear after a game or whatever or what we're going to do. You know what I mean? All that, you know, does a lot of chirping. But inside those locker rooms, you know that, dude, you just you, – nah. it's not it, – You're a good talker. Right. And that's no different. It's just pe- they're just people, right? Mm-hmm. They're just operating in a profession, highly paid, with high expectations, and very, very visible. That's not changing who they are.
1: I just love watching when you see the linemen from different schools or linebackers walk up. First of all, what they're wearing, I pay attention to, especially at media days, because it's like, are you comfortable, bro? Like, are you, you, are you okay? And then there's the look on the face, and you know how there's some guys that yeah, right I mean, before it's... right before the season starts, they're real fleshy. Yeah. <laughs> and you look at me go, wait a minute, you're a little big dude. Like yeah. you're a little big dude. You're a little you're you're a big guy that's trying to put on weight
2: yeah a little bit i mean you can see stuff like that and you know depends i mean some some schools come as if you were just a regular day walking around some some i mean i think schools can provide at least one suit now i think right you know i think they can you know um i don't want to speak for it but i'm assuming so or you give them like a team issue golf shirt and stuff like that so at least comfortable and then uh, you know, look, man, the way you look before the season, you know, after two weeks you're definitely, you know, trimmed down. You're going two practices a day. You're locked in before school. Nobody's really going to class and stuff like that. So, um uh, generally everybody's gonna have the same message. I'm assuming everybody's thinking that they can go undefeated and their goal is to win every game. If you're if somebody gets up there and say, Man, we're trying to go six and six, seven and five, you're probably gonna end up being two and ten and it's not gonna work out. So you know, look, everybody knows that there's expectations but then obstacles in front of them for being successful, which is obviously the other teams and, and maybe there's injuries or just a little bit of holes on your rosters. But also I think going into every season or going into a season, every coach is going to say, Okay oh, they're they're looking at the warts, but they know that they have enough, you know, clear skin that they can figure it out and, and minimize their weaknesses. So you know, we'll see what you know, it's gonna be interesting to see the probably maybe like what schools are kinda of, Coach the guys out what to say. Um that's always weird to me. Um Especially because,
1: when they come to a strange table. Like they come to a different table.
2: No, no, it's like now, granted, you don't you don't want anybody to go out there and give anybody some bullet bulletin board material or whatever like that. But if there, if you get if you if you if somebody's if you feel comfortable enough for them to represent your team, mm-hmm, let them represent.
1: I I'm gonna ask you at nine o'clock. Of the three Husker players who are going, who you're more, who you're most excited to hear from, to hear from?
2: Yeah, I don't even know who's going.
1: Yeah, well, we'll 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 dive, we'll dive into that pool at nine o'clock with word break here. Let Rico set the tone for the week with his Monday what's up.
0: You're listening to Old School with DP and J.